What's going on, everybody? Welcome into a brand new episode of Locked On Nittany Lions, your Penn State podcast right here on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today is Monday, June 29th, 2020, and today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get $10 off your first order. So today's episode is going to be a fun one because we are opening the doors to the brand new Locked On Nittany Lions Big Ten Deli. We are going to come up with food items for our menu representing every coach in the Big Ten. To help me do that, I'm bringing on my buddy Brandon Cavanaugh, a contributor to AthlonSports.com. He's going to help me form our menu, and we're going to get your mouth salivating, get, kind of build up your hunger, and maybe you're going to buy a built Bar later on. So we're going to have some fun in today's episode. Of course, make sure you never miss a single podcast when it's released by subscribing and rating and reviewing on your favorite podcasting app, such as iTunes and Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, whatever you use to listen to podcasts, make sure you're subscribed so you never miss a single episode. We also encourage you and invite you to be a part of our podcast at any time by submitting your questions and your comments about Penn State football to us on all of our social media platforms. We are on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and Twitch at LockedOnNittany. So go ahead and use that username across the board on the social media stratosphere, and you can get connected with us in as many ways as possible. So pull up a chair and get ready to gaze over the menu we are about to present you at the Big Ten Deli right here on Locked On Nittany Lions. Joining me today on the Locked On Nittany Lions podcast is an old buddy of mine. He covers college football, covers Nebraska, covers a lot of Big Ten. His name is Brandon Cavanaugh. You can follow him on Twitter at 8Laces. He is a contributor to AthlonSports.com, covering all things Nebraska and, of course, touching on the Big Ten. So what better person to bring on and talk about some Big Ten coaches than my buddy Brandon Cavanaugh. Brandon, welcome to the podcast. How are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic, Kevin. It has been far too long since we've done something like this, and I am very excited about the idea, uh, what we're going to be talking about today. Yeah, I did come up with it, but at the same time, I wanted to hand it off to you to have fun with, and thank you for uh, bringing me on to engage in what I think is going to be a great time. Yeah, real quick background for those who don't know. Uh, as I do before I record a lot of these podcasts, I go on Twitter and I say, anybody have any last-minute questions to submit to the podcast that I'll try to answer? Brandon was kind enough to send along a question asking, basically, I'm paraphrasing a little bit, but if every coach in the Big Ten was a sandwich, which sandwich would they be? I thought to myself, that's a pretty good question. I I think you nailed it down to just Scott Frost and James Franklin, if I'm not mistaken. But I decided, you know what, this is a fun topic. Let's expand this a little bit, and I'm going to bring you on and get get some of your insight and input onto what coaches are what sandwiches around the Big Ten. So the way we break it up here is Brandon's going to handle the Big Ten West coaches. I'm going to take care of the Big Ten East coaches, and we'll see how this all plays out. We'll, give, we'll go back and forth. We'll have a couple comments about some of these programs along the way, and hopefully it's a fun conversation. I think it's going to be pretty fun. I'm looking forward to it. We're basically opening the doors to the Big Ten Delhi, Brandon. So uh, you're the guest. I'm going to let you take whatever coach in the Big Ten West you want to get started with, and we'll just continue to put together a menu of sandwich items for the listeners to enjoy. 
Thank you, sir. Now, before I begin, I just want to let everybody know, um, while I am pretty, yeah, I'm I'm fitness conscious and everything like that, you know, I like to keep myself in shape and everything, I am a fitness-focused foodie, so we're going to get in-depth. So if you're thinking about a sandwich is just like, oh, it's, uh, you know, uh, ham and cheese on right, no, I, I I don't go like that. This is how we go, all right? We're going to start off with the Paul Crist, okay? Naturally, when you think Wisconsin, you think the big, beefy boys that slam people around, the running backs are just pound and pound and pound, and Paul Crist just leading this punishing attack, right, Kevin? This, just, this, this massive attack. But at the same time, when you look at it as a sandwich, you can't help but think Wisconsin. And when you think Wisconsin, of course you think cheese. So when I came to this, I said, okay, I need something. I need a sandwich that is going to sit in my sandwich, that sit in my stomach, that is going to make me feel a little logy, make me feel a little dazed after the fact. I need to like be in a coma for a minute. So I came up with uh, the Paul Chris being a patty melt. This is 8515 ground beef, melted Gruyere, and Wisconsin English farmhouse style cheddar, caramelized onions on two thick slices of rye bread, served with fries, che- fried cheese curds. I'm going to say right now, you really have gone into a lot of detail. <laughs> so I'm just warning our listeners right now. Brandon's probably going to have some more detailed sandwich descriptions than I do for the Big Ten. <laughs> but that, you know what, it gets the mouth watering. I'm ready to sink my teeth into that. And you're right. You know, if you think Wisconsin, you have to have some cheese on that sandwich. And it needs to be heavy because when I think all Wisconsin, I think of offensive linemen and running the ball. And uh, that, that's a really good sandwich to get us started. Uh, real quick. Wisconsin, team to beat in the Big Ten West this year? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, right now it is everybody chasing Wisconsin. I will say, though, that the, the race is definitely fun because while you do have Wisconsin at the top and, you know, by, by all means, they are the team to beat, you've got a fun little kind of second place, John, at least for now. You know, Minnesota and P.J. Fleck, they came out and had a fantastic year. You know, Kirk Ferentz and Iowa are always in the debate. Um and, and I don't necessarily foresee Nebraska coming up and really making a, a big charge of that there, but there is kind of a logjam up there at the top where Wisconsin can definitely see them moving along and doing their, their normal stuff. Like I said, pounding the crap out of everybody. But at the same time, I'm curious to see if uh, Coach Fleck can come in there with Minnesota and continue the success that he's had. I think that's a big question uh, throughout this offseason, you know, really since the last one ended. Yeah, I think that's very fair. Let's flip over to the Big Ten East Division. Now, I do have a couple sandwich options that I'm not overly thrilled with, and uh, I'm going to admit that right to you guys. Um, this is not nearly as descriptive as Brandon just had, so I'm going to put this on our value menu for the, uh, the, the menu we're putting together at the Big Ten Deli. And let me start with Mel Tucker at Michigan State. i got to be honest, I, I really struggled with this one. I didn't ha- really have much of an idea. He just strikes me as somebody who is ready to just go in, go out, uh, do his job. Uh, he's kind of bringing that workman, work pale mentality kind of thing. So when I think of that, I think just something simple and easy, standard, gets the job done, a good bologna and cheese with some yellow mustard. I don't think that there's anything too wrong with that. I don't really know a whole lot about Mel Tucker. Maybe I'll have to reach out to our friends at Locked on Spartans to get their take. But I just feel like Mel Tucker is just a workman kind of guy. So I think a good bologna and cheese, yellow mustard. We'll put that on the budget menu for right now. And we'll see how the, uh, the, the Mel Tucker sandwich options expand in the near future. Is that fair? 
That's fair. And I can tell you, I know a little bit about Mel Tucker because he was present for the massive comeback by Colorado last year when Nebraska was actually up by 17 points and just let that slip away. Mel Tucker had a lot to do with that. So uh, definitely a solid start to uh, to to his career. I think definitely going to be uh, piling a little bit more on that sandwich as time goes by, though. Yeah, and I think, um, you know, like I said, you know, I just don't know a whole lot about Mel Tucker. I don't have a great sense for his personality, and I think maybe that's the reason I'm going with something pretty standard and simple, the blue onion cheese. Now's a good time to make sure that everybody knows that the Big Ten Deli presented by Locked On Nate Alliance is open to everybody of all backgrounds. Everybody is welcome to come through our door and order the sandwich of their choice. The Locked On Podcast Network stands against racism and social injustice. That's why we, the hosts, are making personal donations to local and national organizations that are fighting for change. And in the month of June, Locked On is matching the total of all host donations up to an additional $10,000. To make your own donation along with us, please visit LockedOnPodcast.com slash Black Lives Matter. Of course, as any good deli does, you can get more than just a sandwich right here at the Big Ten Deli out on the Locked On Nittany Lions podcast. We're also offering a wide selection of Built Bars to add to your combo meal. Built Bars are the protein bars that taste like a candy bar, and there's no better way to satisfy your appetite in between meals, before a workout, or after a workout, or just on the go if you need a quick pick-me-up. They're going to keep you energized, they're going to keep you full, and the best of all, they're actually going to be enjoyable to eat. Take the peanut butter brownie bar. It's 20 grams of protein, 170 calories, 3 grams of sugar, 3 grams net carbs. It's really going to do the trick to get you to your next meal, get you to your next appointment, and help you feel good about doing so. So go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON, and you'll get $10 off your first order. Again, use the promo code LOCKEDON for $10 off at BuiltBar.com. All right, so we were talking about Minnesota. We were talking about P.J. Fleck. Now, when I went with the P.J. Fleck, I said to myself, I can't go with a standard sandwich. Like when you think, okay, I'm going to go get a sub, right? You're you're thinking I'm going to get an Italian. I'm going to get a meatball. I'm going to something like that. I said, no, this is absolutely inappropriate for P.J. Fleck. Say what you will about P.J. Fleck. You may consider his methods weird. You may consider him over the top. But whatever it is, so far – Wherever he stopped, it has eventually started working. So if I'm looking at a sandwich that isn't necessarily conventional, I immediately think of the Monte Cristo. Now, that is normally ham and cheese on, like, French toast dusted with some powdered sugar. But since it is PJ Fleck, we got to go with a modified Monte Cristo. So what does that mean? Well, first off, I'm going to set this up by saying shaved honey butter ham and brined roast turkey breast and Munster cheese on, and I want to make sure I get this pronunciation correctly, so I'm just going to take a quick aside to say the last name Fleck has some Germanic roots, so we use that for our base in our bed with some Bauernbrot, which is a German farmer's bread. Dust that with powdered sugar, served with boysenberry jam for dipping. Boysenberry, by the way, if you're not familiar, across among the European raspberry, the European blackberry, American dewberry, and the loganberry, along with a side of vanilla pudding. Man, <laughs> that sounds delicious. It sounds so delicious. I'm going to offer another Monte Cristo option on our menu. There I actually go. went with the Monte Cristo, just a standard Monte Cristo for Tom Allen at Indiana. 
uh, I love the ham and cheese. I, I'm keeping with the Swiss cheese because I think Indiana still has some holes every now and then that can, they can't get by. So I just feel like that's a part of what Indiana is. They're always going to be something that's uh, enticing. They're going to be pretty exciting at times, but they're always going to have a little bit of a hole in somewhere in their program, whether it's inconsistency on offense or defense, something's going to hold them back a little bit. So that's why I went with the standard Monte Cristo for Tom Allen in Indiana. All right, so you want to talk standard. You want to talk a sandwich where you go into a place and you know what you're going to get. You know, the expectations are not necessarily high going in, but you know you're going to get a decent sandwich. It's hard to mess this up. Like, it takes a special skill to mess this up, okay? That is what the Kirk Ferentz is. In <laughs> Iowa, you know In Iowa, you know you're going to get your eight, or your, especially eight, <laughs> but you're going to get your eight, your nine wins. It's going to be a solid season. You're going to a bowl, and every once in a while, you get that one sandwich, that one season that sticks out every once in a while. But it's a solid sandwich, and that's why the Kirk Ferentz in the Big Ten Deli is a hot beef sandwich. It is slow-cooked pot roast on toasted cottage bread served with a generous helping of mashed potatoes with everything, everything covered in beef, broth, brown gravy. Nice and serviceable every single time. You know what you're getting. You know you're going to be full off this. I was hoping you would have something like that for Kirk Ferentz because that's kind of what I was envisioning when we came up with this idea. Because when you think about Iowa, you know, certainly uh, with Kirk Ferentz, he's been there a long time, but you know what you're going to get out of Iowa. Like you just said, they're going to be a consistently good program that's going to have a flash in the pan every now and then that kind of uh, makes a little bit of a noise just within the Big Ten. Remember, it wasn't that long ago that they were very close to potentially playing in the college football playoff. So, uh, yeah, I think um, the Kirk Ferentz is something I would be uh, interested in checking out um, you know, every now and then. It's probably a safe go-to. All right, so what do you got up there? Now, I, I know the, the listeners got to be split on this because some people are thinking now, Kevin, yeah, you know, I, I definitely like it nice and simple, but and I don't know what the heck is going on over here. But that being said, what do you have opposite the uh, the Kirk Ferentz on your menu? Well, I'm still keeping it somewhat simple, and this one's going to have a little bit more of a regional tie. We're talking about Mike, the Mike Loxley of Maryland, and when I think of Maryland, I think of crabs. Crab cakes, they're really known for their crab cakes in the state of Maryland, and it's uh, something that you have to enjoy if you're visiting Baltimore, if you're at the harbor or something like that. If you go to an Orioles game, uh, you're going to be able to get a good crab cake sandwich. So I'm going with a nice, simple crab cake sandwich. Again, it gets the job done. Uh, it's tying in with that regional flavor. And it's not just a crab cake. you got to have a little seasoning to that as well. And you put a little, the, I guess, uh, I don't know if it's tartar sauce or whatever you put on the sandwich. you got to have a nice little spread on the, on the roll. And we're going to put this on a baroche bun because you can't have a sandwich without a baroche bun, I think. Whether it's a burger or a crab cake. I'm putting in a nice toasted Baroche bomb. Sound good? Yeah, that is definitely a good call, especially when you go to Maryland. I mean, that that's that was served up perfectly for you on that when it comes to Maryland. Absolutely. That brings me to and this was this was a curious one for me. The Jeff Brom at Purdue. So after studying this and you know what I, what you get out of Purdue and what you get out of uh, out of Coach Brom, um, well known and enjoyed in Kentucky is this sandwich is the hot brown sandwich well known and enjoyed in kentucky much like braun during his playing days at louisville and his coaching success at wku um this sandwich the hot brown might eventually be accepted in indiana much like braun at purdue with the boilermakers but it 
may take a minute. I know folks were necessarily enjoying season two, uh, but season three could lead into much better things. Obviously, a lot of stuff happened last year that just made a bad situation worse. And I don't think it's fair to judge him properly or his tenure at Purdue based on this past season. But that being said, the Jeff Brom, if you come into the Big Ten Deli, that's going to be sliced turkey breast, thick sliced bacon, beefsteak tomatoes on Texas toast, smothered in Mornay sauce with shredded white cheddar. That Mornay sauce, by the way, is a is a white sauce, kind of like an Alfredo, served with a slice of sugar cream pie. Uh, I understand very popular in the Hoosier State. <laughs> From what I hear, that's probably <laughs> legit. Um, again, you are just hitting it out of the park with these descriptions. I feel a little uh, sh- shorthanded here because I don't have. Dude, you were kind of... rocking it absolutely. You, no, you... but you know what? We're gonna go over back to the Big Ten East and. I'm going to get this one out of the way because I'm still not entirely sold on it myself. Maybe you can help me build something for it. I'm right, talking about right. the Ryan Day of Ohio State. You know, he's, He hasn't been around for a long time as the head coach, but he's already been a Big Ten champion, taking his team to the college football playoff. Came very close to playing for the national championship. And so I'm putting him in a pretty elite category. And when I think of elite meats, I'm thinking of like a good prime rib sandwich. So I'm thinking you got to have a good prime rib, get a nice sauce on that. Um, can you help me out here? Where should I be going with this one? All right. When I think of the Ryan Day for the Big Ten Deli, when I think of the Ryan Day, it is really, really hard to mess up a meatball sub. Oh, and you can make a, a really good meatball sub. I mean, you can get some awesome – I mean, if you want to go all out, dude, you get some Angus beef, right? You get some breadcrumbs in there. Mm-hmm. Get that nice egg mixture. And then that sauce, that – delicious marinara sauce we can locally source that out little old lady that we happen to know from way back in the day absolutely my friend on a nice thick roll there just just melts in your mouth you gotta love it right it takes a special kind of intelligence to mess that up can it be done oh absolutely but it's really 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 hard and may ryan day pan out poorly he might he might. I don't personally think he 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 will will fail in his endeavors at Ohio State. Uh, not to a severe degree, anyway. He strikes me as very passionate, very energetic. I like his style. I like what he has. He's put into onto the field in terms of a product. But can he go the distance? That we don't know. But again, in terms of a sandwich that you can be like, yeah, it's going to be tough to mess this up, dude. That is definitely a meatball sub for the Ryan Day. Look, he's got all the ingredients. There's no question about that. It's all right there for Ryan Day and Ohio State to have some sustained success. And we've talked about this on this podcast before. You know, Ohio State has set the bar not just for their program, but really the entire Big Ten. Everybody's chasing Ohio State right now. doesn't mean that they're invincible. I mean, that, that meatball can pop out of the sandwich and into your lap. So that hasn't happened yet for Ryan Day, but it's always a possibility. That's the risk you take when you get in a meatball sandwich. But now I want to talk to you guys about our curbside pickup options at the Big Ten Deli. And the best way to do that is to place your order ahead of time using the app and then make sure you drive your car that you're keeping properly maintained with the best auto parts selection available through rockauto.com. Rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for over 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have all of your cars and all your trucks available. All you have to do is go to their website, type in the make and model of your car, and then it's going to bring you up a complete database of all the available parts that you will have available to you. And best of all, you're going to get them at the best prices. It's the same prices for all the do-it-yourselfers and, of course, the professionals. So it's a great combination and a great resource for anybody who's looking to make some upgrades or just maintain something on their car. So go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. 
right locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you and of course amazing selection reliably low prices all the parts your car will ever need available at rockauto.com real quick let me stick right here in the big tennis because it's sort of related to what you just said with the meatball sandwich if you go to a deli and you get a meatball sandwich as an option odds are the italian hoagie is another option so that's going to be my greg Schiano pick for Rutgers, you know, kind of tying into his Italian heritage. And now, the thing with the Italian hoagie is, you know, you can get, get all the right stuff there. Ham, capicola, provolone cheese, salami, lettuce, tomato, onion, oil, vinegar, salt, pepper, oregano. You can mess this up, though. And sometimes the, the Italian hoagie may not be as good as you remembered it from the Sunday. So, you remember, you ever go to a place and you, you find your go-to item on the menu, and then years later... Uh, you get that same item, but the management's changed and so much has changed, evolved with that restaurant chain. Maybe it's not as good as you remember it. So that's where I'm going with Greg Schiano and Rutgers uh, with the Italian hoagie for this menu. That's definitely a, a good choice because I do love me a good Italian, but I have had a couple of occasions where I have gone to a place or I have gone to you know a place I have been before or a different place, and I have had like this mental ilment, mental image where I can taste what I expect that Italian to be. And it is like completely off. And I'm like, wait a minute, I just paid how much for this thing. So I totally get where you're going from with that. Now coming back to the big 10 West though, we are talking about the Pat Fitzgerald. And I have said for years that Northwestern has been consistently the big 10 upset special. So the Pat Fitzgerald is not a sandwich you necessarily expect a lot out of per se, but can make you feel really, really good when they come along every once in a while and have a solid season. And even if they don't, eh, you still can enjoy it for what it is, which is why the Pat Fitzgerald at the big 10 deli is a fluffer nutter, natural <laughs> peanut butter with marshmallow cream or a thicker meringue versus a cream on farmhouse style wheat bread served with a side of seasoned steak fries because you got to get some savory in with your sweet. Now, it's very interesting that you mentioned that because I'm going to go back over to our Big Ten East Division and tell you what the Jim Harbaugh is. Very simply put, and he kind of put it himself this way earlier this week in an interview, I guess, but he's just a simple peanut butter and jelly sandwich on white bread. And if you want to make it a combo, I'm going to give you a whole pint of whole milk to go with it because that's just the way Jim Harbaugh rolls. And it's also going to be the most expensive item on our menu. So it's you know, no frills, but it's going, to be, it's going to cost you a couple bucks. You are ordering the Jim Harbaugh to impress people versus actually enjoy yourself. Is that, and that, is that what I'm getting out of this interaction? Absolutely. All right. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. So this takes us to the Lovey Smith. When I think of Lovey Smith, it, when he was hired by Illinois, I'm like, wow, I don't, I don't know what to make of this. What is going to happen? And then watching him with that absolute youth movement, it's like, wow, this is a bit of a risk. And I just was just waiting for Illinois to be like, you know what? Sorry, we, we apologize. You know, just pressing the reset button, rage quit, whatever. But as time has gone on and the beard came into play, is it? It's it's not easy. To, it's it's how can you not like Lovey Smith? Is what I'm saying. Especially like with and when the beard was gone, it was like, oh, my goodness. But it's it's tough to dislike Lovey Smith trying to make things work at Illinois, and it kind of looks like they're moving in a good direction. So the Lovey Smith, the Big Ten deli, gotta go with a solid grilled cheese. How can you hate the grilled cheese? And of course, the Big Ten deli, we don't do any just 
plain Jane American grilled cheese now son we got <laughs> cheddar mozzarella romano and asiago cheese melted to perfection on two slices of buttered crusty Italian semolina bread served with of course a nice thick tomato bisque to dunk to dunk that in I love it I, I think that is perfect for Lovey Smith and I, I will say I was a little happy for him last year because I thought uh, given the uh, the climate of how quickly a coach can be fired in college football. I thought getting off to a good start was going to be needed for him. Uh, he didn't get off to that good start, but certainly found a way to get that team in gear. Obviously, it started with their upset against Wisconsin. They just kind of go on a roll that second half of the year. Uh, so that, that was good to see because how can you hate Lovey Smith? He is a guy that I think everybody kind of respects and you know kind of roots for in a sense because he's had so many opportunities and he hasn't quite gotten over the hurdle. Uh, obviously, he was a head coach of the Chicago Bears, got it to a Super Bowl, but uh, wasn't able to get the job done there. But he is somebody that is very well respected, and it's good to see him have some success at a program like Illinois that really needs it. Absolutely. Like like I said, it is, it is tough to dislike the guy, especially when you take on a challenge like Illinois and you're like, yeah, I'm going to go up against Wisconsin. I'm going to go up against Iowa. I'm going to go up against Minnesota, all these other teams that have traditionally been so, so good. And he has stuck to his guns. Uh, I go back again to that youth moment where he's just like, you know what? Here we go. We're just going to burn some red shirts. And I'll tell you what, it was it was a gamble because he had to feel confident in not only himself, his team and the powers that be that he wasn't just, you know, going for going for broke with absolutely nothing to gain. And the investment that they made in him, they said and they back him. They said, this is our guy. I think it will ultimately pay off for the Illini to what level. I don't know. Um, I de- I definitely think he can get them to a bowl game, which I think would be a great success for that program. Uh, I'm curious to see if that can't be done with some consistency, but again, kind of going back to the sa- sandwich. Um, when the opportunity arises, I'm probably not going to turn down a grilled cheese. No, I, I think a grilled cheese is just good, good, safe comfort food. And I think that's what Illinois hired with Lovey Smith. It was a good, safe, comfortable hire. I don't know if it was necessarily a hire that really was going to ch- dramatically change the program, but certainly gets them on the right track. And, you know, if, if you have a grilled cheese sandwich, you certainly feel like uh, you, you feel pretty good, <laughs> I think, moving forward. Well, unfortunately, that's all the time we have for today's episode. And the reason I'm cutting off our discussion with only two menu items left to do for the Scott Frost of Nebraska and, of course, the James Franklin of Penn State is because Brandon and I do get into a little bit of a lengthier discussion, taking a look at one of the upcoming opponents for Penn State this upcoming season, that, of course, being Nebraska. So in our next podcast this week, which should go up on Wednesday, we will finish up our conversation with Brandon, putting together our final menu for the Big Ten Deli. So I hope you enjoyed this episode and come back for more. I'll also have some more Penn State conversation in Wednesday's episode as well. So make sure you hit the subscribe button on all of your favorite podcasting apps from iTunes to iHeartRadio to Spotify to Stitcher to Google Podcasts to Overcast, whatever you use to listen to podcasts, we're available. We also have an RSS feed. If I didn't mention your favorite podcasting app, you can add that RSS feed and you should be able to get the latest episodes 
about as soon as they are available. Sometimes there's a little delay depending on the podcasting app. I'm aware of that, but we will put out these podcasts continually moving forward, and you'll be able to subscribe and make sure you never miss a single episode. And if you enjoy what you hear, please take a moment of your free time whenever you get a chance and leave a rating, leave a review. It doesn't take very long, and it will really help us out as we continue to grow this podcast moving forward. And it will help us bring in some more guests that we can talk to about Penn State and the Big Ten and other things around the world of college football. I'm your host, Kevin McGuire, reminding you once again that you can check out some of my content on athlonsports.com. I've got a post about Penn State's schedule coming up this week. We'll talk a little bit about that on an upcoming podcast as well. And I want to make sure you are also staying connected with this podcast on all the other social media platforms, such as Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and Twitch. You can find us on all of those at LockedOnNittany. Now, before I go, I want to make sure you are checking out our Locked On Big Ten podcast. Make sure you tell your home smart devices to play Locked On Big Ten right now to get more of a grasp around the world of Big Ten football for the upcoming season. Lots of good stuff going on over there. Taking a look at the entire conference, previewing the schedules, previewing all everything that you need to know about this year in Big Ten football. But until next time, everybody, have a great day. Go 1-0 today. Come back. We'll do it again very soon. We'll finish up our Big Ten menu, and we welcome everybody to the Big Ten Deli here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Thanks for listening, everybody. I'll talk to you later.